we are going to remember Jesus this morning. We want to remember Jesus every time we gather together. Uh, So to do that this morning, would you turn in your Bibles to Mark chapter 15? And if you do not have a Bible, simply raise your hand. There are some men coming down the aisles. They will put a copy of God's word in your hand. And if you don't actually own a Bible, that is our gift to you. You can keep that and start reading God's word for yourself. Mark chapter 15. We're going to be looking at verses 22 and 23. Jesus has gone through the trials with the Jews. They were illegal trials. They were unjust trials. They found him guilty. They paraded him in front of Herod, who sought to be entertained and amused. And Jesus was examined twice by Pilate. And Pilate could find no sin in him. But nonetheless, uh, the Jews won the day. And Pilate had Jesus scourged and turned over to be crucified. And Jesus has made the long walk with his cross from the praetorium where he was scourged to Calvary. And our passage will pick up there. Uh, We're going to see the word they used in this passage. And that word they refers to the soldiers who have been abusing Jesus since verse 16. Let's read verses 22 and 23 together. And as we do, take a look at how Jesus is committed to fulfilling the Father's purpose for the crucifixion. When they brought him to the place called Golgotha, which is translated place of a skull, they tried to give him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it, and they crucified him. So they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, and most historians and most theologians believe that the purpose for this wine that's mixed with word is to act as some sort of sedative, some sort of hastening of the process of death. We see here what Jesus did with that when he tasted this before he was put on the cross. He rejected it. He denied it. He did not take it. The reason for that was because not because he wasn't interested in the taste or he disliked it for some reason, but he understood something very clearly and very well. He understood that it was his task to serve completely and serve fully as the propitiation for the sins of every saint who had placed their trust in Christ. And he understood that to do that and to do that well, he would need every bit of his mental faculties and abilities to do that. Hebrews 5 tells us that while Jesus was on the cross, he learned obedience from his suffering. 1 Peter chapter 2 tells us that when Jesus was on the cross, he entrusted himself to the God who judges righteously. Jesus needed all of his capacities to do that because he wanted to completely finish the task of absorbing the Father's wrath against every saint who would put their trust in him. He did not leave to one drop of the Father's wrath unfinished and unabsorbed in his own body. I mention all of that this morning because it is so easy for us to think of Jesus as God and somehow the process of the crucifixion on the cross was easier for him than it would be for anybody else just because he was God. But he was on that cross as one who was fully man and fully God. So today, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, would you remember the man, Jesus, who went to the cross for you in your place? He hung on that cross and he suffered the Father's wrath that you deserve so that you could be reconciled to a holy God. If you're here today and you're not a follower in Christ, you need to understand that what Jesus did on the cross, he was uniquely qualified to do because he alone was fully God and fully man. And it was because he was God that he was capable of absorbing the Father's wrath within himself. 
So this is an excellent time to ponder the truth of who Christ was and the work that he did on the cross to reconcile sinners to a holy God. If you would embrace Christ, join us in taking the elements. So the men are going to come forth, and if you've had a chance to prepare your heart, uh, take the elements on your own.